Welcome to Take Your Health Back Now, how to live healthy in our increasingly unhealthy world with your hosts, Kendra Duquette, Jenny Wise, and Dr. Drew Duquette. Welcome to the Take Your Health Back Now podcast. Uh, we are on episode, or sorry, season three, um, episode two today. Yeah. So um, Kendra and Jenny here, obviously. Hello. So we have our new uh, platform that we're coming off of that we used last time we were talking about. Anyway, so this is the first time we're trying both of us remotely. Yes. So we have a big is- snow day right now. So remote is pretty much the only way to do this today. <laughs> right. So this is new for us. So anyway, um, so last time we were talking about stepping into the new year with um, focusing on positive instead of the narrative. Um, so hopefully you did our challenge that we had at the end. Yeah. So we were just talking about that. The six steps that we went over. Um, and then hopefully you really got in your mind uh, what your goal is. Right. And if you haven't, then go back and listen to that first, you know, season three, episode one, before you listen to this one, because they kind of go together. Um, Cause we're doing a little bit of a challenge series with these uh, first few episodes this season. So do try to listen to these in order. Right. And of course with the, the one we did last time, you know, we are always focusing on health and then, you know, as you get healthier or that, that does impact your entire life. Right. But uh, whatever your goal was that you came up with going through the first um, episode and your six steps might not be all about health, but right. Right. Of course our focus is so the, you know, the health comes down to what's going on around us. So if you take away the interference, your body has an amazing ability to heal. Yeah. And then um, Jenny and I often talk about how the cause is the cure. So the cause, what is causing people's bodies to break down, if you address where you have control over those, then that's actually your the cure, you know, how you right. come back to health. So we're start today we're talking about the external environment. Um where you don't really have control, but you need to have an understanding of what's happening to people. Yes, it is always important to have all of the knowledge that you can um, so that you can kind of put, you know, all the pieces in place. And then you need to focus on um, positive things, what you have control over. But you really do need to know all the things before you know where to focus. Right. And a lot of people don't like to... Uh, think about what's really going on. We're really being poisoned on all levels <laughs> is why people are, you know, people's bodies are breaking down. It's the overburden on your body. We talked about that a lot. Um, but yeah, you really have to acknowledge it. And, you know, something to think about too, if you get angry that they're doing this to us, that's okay because that's righteous anger. That's actually coming from a good place. You know, you need to express that. Um, but you don't want to stay in that. Right. Focus. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, and, and really your environment. So all of these diseases that people are experiencing are environmental, really. We talked about diet, lifestyle, and environment, but really it comes down to the environment, right. our environment. Yeah, they they really intertwine all those three things. Right. Um, 
but the environment is, I feel like, where most of the interference is that you can get rid of easily. Right. It's the biggest general word that we can use. So we broke it down into three parts. So we call it the external environment. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And that's where you really don't have control. Um, And then your immediate environment, which is what we'll do in our next podcast. Um, And your immediate environment is where you do have control. So that would be like your home, your office, your car, um, whatever, you know, your space. Right. Where you can make choices that impact your life and then your internal environment. So that is the external and the immediate environment um, cause dysfunction internally. Right. And then the internal environment um, actually causes more issues. So we're going to break it down into those three parts. Yes. So, again, watch these episodes in order. <laughs> right. <laughs> will make much more sense. Yes. Um, and if any of you have seen our I guess it wasn't a podcast. It was just a video on um, when we spoke at the health freedom event in Chicago, Trinity Park. Um, That's what that's what we talked about was the cause is the cure. And really, we're just going to talk about the same thing, but break it down. Okay, so your external environment are. Should we list them off or should we talk about them one at a time? Um, I think we should just list them real quick and then we'll go back and talk about each one. Okay. So I've got, I've got my list down on the floor. Unless you want to read it, would it be easier? Uh, no, cause my picture of it is hard to see while I'm doing this. So since you have <laughs> okay. a big paper. All right. You. So let me move this. So we have 5G, right. which actually just, uh, really turned on last week. Um, cell towers everywhere, and you know there are more and more cell towers popping up all the time. Chemtrails in the sky. If you don't know about chemtrails or believe in them, just go outside and look up, and <laughs> you will become to be aware of them. Um, the dimming of the sun project is goes along with the chemtrails. Weather ma- manipulation also goes along with the chemtrails. Um, there's 350 plus chemicals in our food right now. I mean, this was 10 years ago, so who knows how many now. Um, sin biology. So sin bio or synthetic biology is something relatively new and we don't hear about it. But that is huge right now with what they're doing to our food, our supplements, uh, medications that people are taking. It's now in our personal care products, our cleaning products. Um so we'll go into more depth with that. Uh, glyphosate, obviously, and other chemicals are spraying on our fields. Um, pesticides, herbicides, and insecticides, uh, again, that they're spraying and then are getting into our water and not into our food. I've got this huge paper. <laughs> um, lawn chemicals, that's a big one. Even like today, we have, we have the snow day, but I was thinking about that this morning. Salt, you know, the salt they're putting on the roads. Um, people are using, you know, on their sidewalks, that type of thing you don't think about, uh, flame retardants are everywhere and clothing, especially children's clothing, children's pajamas, your couches, you know, all kinds of furnishings, um, mattresses, that type of thing. Sanitizers, again, with the narrative, that's really huge right now. Hand sanitizers, sanitizing everything. Um, already talked about synthetic biology nanotechnology so that's when the particles are so teeny tiny that they um you know your your cell membranes don't even keep them out they just pass right through they pass right through your blood brain barrier 
Um, that's in all products and food. Bio sludge. Yummy. Which is gross, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Smart meters everywhere. And now, just maybe in the last year, you can't even re- have your smart meters removed. Um, so that's a problem. Uh, people that are vaccinated. Uh, all wireless devices. So there's more and more and more wireless devices. I'm sure, you know, we're just into February now. So I'm sure for Christmas, people got all kinds of right. new, new toys and wireless devices, um, smart electronics, you know, even your smart appliances, your refrigerator can talk to your TV, you know, all of those things. Um, eight, 85,000 synthetic chemicals. And again, that was 10, 15 years ago. And they've never updated that. So who knows now? They don't want to spend money to scare people away from buying products. So they're not going to redo those. Exactly. And those are just individual chemicals. That's not a, you know, combination of chemicals or anything like that. Um, The satellites that are up right now, I think there's, and we're talking about the satellites that are beaming down the Wi-Fi signal. Not, you know, there's lots of other satellites too, but. Um, I think there's 70,000 right now at this point, supposedly. I mean, who knows? Um, but that's all That's all I had written down. Right. So I think there's a couple of, like, big categories that we can go through and then talk about each one. So, like, electronics is a big category, and that, right. that includes a lot of things. So um, we've, you know, over the last 20, 30 years, we've really exponentially increased our exposure to all electronics. So everything has a magnetic field or gives off a frequency. I mean, even people have electricity, Uh, but we're being exposed to so much in so many different frequencies and different frequencies affect us differently that it's important to understand each um, piece of that one. Right. And frequencies, like Jenny said, we're everything is energy and everything gets off a frequency. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but you know, the, the natural frequencies that we're supposed to be connected to or that our bodies recognize are being bombarded by these frequencies that are not natural to us. And um, your body doesn't recognize and they become a negative impact on us. Right. So yeah, the load is so enormous right now because you, you not only do you have, um, every single device in your own house that adds up, but you have all of these devices outside of you. You have the cell towers, you have the satellites. You know, if you look at your phone to see, yeah. Uh, networks, you know, you look and everybody around you, you, your home is affected by everybody's cell network, whatever right. it's called. <laughs> um, so there's just so much. So our bodies are just, Anytime there's anything that our bodies do not recognize, what what we recognize is nature because we are nature. And, you know, since the beginning of time, that's that's what our body exists with. And so everything that is man-made and not natural, our body does not recognize and then becomes reactive to it. Right. And that's really where autoimmune comes into play. Right. So your body has to work a lot harder to kind of interpret things that aren't natural and then it has to detox or you know put up whatever defenses it needs to uh, keep you healthy around those things so think about all of that energy and work that your body's putting out there because of all of these signals that it's dealing with so 
the ones that you don't have control over, the satellites, the um, cell towers, you know, other people's networks that are being put out, um, you just need to know how much of that there is going on. That way, you can really commit to making the changes in your own personal space, which will be next episode. Uh, because a lot of people don't want to. They like the convenience. They like the technology. They like what this does for them. So they're like, oh, it's only a little bit. I'm only using one thing. Um, so you really have to understand these big external exposures that are going on that are just growing and growing and growing. I mean, right. if there are big government bodies saying that they don't want 5G turned on because it interferes with their things, then just imagine what it's doing to a regular person. Right. Because this 5G rollout, I mean, we heard about 5G. We've heard about 5G rolling out now for several years, yeah. right? And it's it seemed it actually rolled out two years ago. Yeah. Right at the beginning of the pandemic, which... <laughs> That's a whole never another topic of uh, a lot of people think that those two things were related, but um, but just recently, last Wednesday, they they really rolled it out, but also changed the frequency, so it's it's a lower frequency, which is actually worse for us. Um, yeah, so the, the initial know, rollout out was not truly five G. Uh, they were just labeling it that, so it wasn't. Mm -hmm. The frequency, it's really just been turned on to that frequency. Oh, but, okay. you know, as they build things, they want people to buy in. So it's kind of like when they did 4G LTE and, you know, like they had the things in place, but they didn't really turn it on until recently. Right. But now it really is on. Yes. Which is a huge issue. Um, so the chemtrails okay. that lots of people like to pretend don't exist. Um, they really do exist. They've been going on actually since the seventies, yeah. but it does change. Like I, when I really became aware of it, it was in 2015. Um, and so now ever since I, I've been obsessed with it, but as you watch over the years, you can tell they're changing, right. changing things up, changing the way they work, changing the way they move, um, whatever they're spraying. So and because to do with the weather manipulation too so right. these are kind of all big topic right yeah. yes and um right that we could do a whole yeah really long podcast <laughs> just on that but um but the main point for this is you need to be aware because they are spraying heavy metals i mean it's it's been proven it's a it's a government project that's hush hush so it's not like you can go somewhere and see exactly what they're spraying but a lot of people have done um you know, air samples, soil samples, that type of thing. So they have a good idea of what they're spraying. But um, aluminum, strontium, lithium, a lot of heavy metals, very high. And this whole thing uh, ties in with, with the 5G. These work hand in hand. That's the idea to build this grid, this AI grid, um, which is the big goal. Uh, but they're also spraying viruses. They're spraying um, little smart nanobots you know, again, to help us hook up, you know, there's just all these things that they're spraying. Yeah. So again, we're just being, we are really truly being poisoned. Um, but as long as you do all the things where you have control and lighten your body burden, your body's going to be able to at least deal with these. 
Right. Right. And this is like the external that you don't have control over. Um, I think this, when we talk about our um, immediate environment, this ties into air quality. Um, That's a big piece of this. And then just your exposures to heavy metals and toxins and detoxing, um, those kind of things. So that's where that ties in. But just understand that the air is really not that clean. Um, There are lots of things being put into it that aren't just pollution. Um, They're there on purpose. And I mean, you can... You can order the weather for your wedding. You know, I think we've mentioned this before. (laughs) Like, you can have someone go up and spray so that your wedding day outside is lovely weather. So if you don't believe that any of this can happen, it's too sci-fi, just look at that. I mean, and that's just a a regular business that's not government-funded, so. Right. And there are a lot of businesses doing this. And it's not just the spray, it goes hand in hand with these huge ionospheric heaters and they go by other names where they're actually moving the, you know, the radiation or the EMFs or whatever you want to call it, uh, that actually moves whatever they're spraying. And that's what changes the weather patterns. So you've got, that's kind of a twofold there. Uh, the sin biology stuff is really new and I keep researching it. Um, but it's very hard to find because, well, I think they're obviously probably not wanting to publicize it. <laughs> you really have to dig deep to find it. But also, it's what Jenny and I have talked about before, where they take the computer. Well, Jenny always describes it better, but where <laughs> they take the <laughs> the computer program or the wording right. and... Well, you describe it. You're better at that than me since I'm not the computer person. Right. So basically this goes into GMOs is a, you know, easier way for people to kind of step into understanding what this is. And and I think part of the reason you can't find a lot of it is also the um, business side of it. So I think they're going to end up making these like trade secrets so you can't know what's in it. Well, the thing is they can call it natural. Right. Because they take this protein sequence, yes. it's exactly the same as maybe a you know a plant, and and there are seventy five plants. I saw uh, Sarah G yesterday posted on Green Med Info, and he's you know super knowledgeable. His yeah. his website is an amazing resource, but even he obviously doesn't know about it because he said there are seventy. Did you know that there are seventy five plants that are used in medications? But they're really not. They right. know the healing quality of these plants, but then they take the yes. the protein sequence and mm-hmm. replicate it. Build it. Yeah. Right. Think of like a 3D printer. I think everyone has a good idea of that. So basically, yeah. the computer can scan something. It finds its protein structure, and then it replicates that and then puts it out. So you have an output that is a copy of the natural thing but it's not naturally made so it's artificially made but it's almost like a clone like it is just the same as far as you looking at it but because it's not made out of natural things (laughs) um then it's you know who knows what it's going to do internally Uh, but it can be labeled as natural because it is essentially the same and right, because if you would yeah. read the, the genome sequence, 
that sequence is the same. Right. But because it is the same, they don't have to label it like kind of like what Jenny was saying. So with GMOs, they have to label them. This you don't have to because they say it's natural and it's and legally uh, they're not supposed to go into organic anything. But a lot of organic companies do not know about this. And because they say it's a natural source, they're using it. So it is right. kind of infiltrating into um, organic products, organic foods um, that way, because people just don't know. Right. And that's how they're getting away with it. So think about, I guess, um, things like pine and lemon. Um, we've always used those, you know, as people, not you know, the, the big we, to clean and disinfect because we know that that works. Just we've right. seen it kill things. If you clean with this, people get sick less. You know, even before people knew why people got sick, they used those things. But now we have products that are chemicals that are scented because it makes us think, oh, lemon, that's fresh, that's clean. But it's not actually using lemon. It's using a chemical compound that smells like lemon. So this is like the next step on that. They're actually taking the gene structure, creating it, and putting it into things. So Right. And the way they make it is they take this, this code, this computer code, and then they take uh, bacteria and sugar, and then in a, like in a Petri dish, put in the code <laughs> into the bacteria, and they found out as long as they put in that genome code, yeah. put it in, the bacteria will grow whatever they want. And that's how they're doing it. So it's like a Frankenstein science experiment. I mean, it really is. Yes. And there is no testing. This is the test. So there's no testing on what it does to our health, to the environment's health. I mean, this getting out into the environment now, I can't even imagine. Um, so this is fairly new, but it's more and more and more. I mean, this is the big, if you look at my mom, you was talking about this the other day. <laughs> she was talking about stocks. She's mm -hmm. into to that type of thing. And the stocks for those companies, those Synbio companies, the biotech companies are just like through the roof because yeah. the funding and whatever. That's that Well, and it's so much cheaper. So their profit margin so much is cheaper. huge. You know, right. if you can synthetically create from bacteria something that is expensive to grow and process, then you are definitely a step ahead on the profit margin. Right. Like reversatol, for example, that normally comes from grapes. So that's why, you know, like red wine or, or green or purple grapes, you know, that's, it's a really important compound and they like to use it in supplements. Well, if you had to go, I mean, think how many grapes you would have to grow, <laughs> harvest, yeah. squish, you know, the whole process just to extract that reversatol. Well, now they can grow it this, this Synbio way. So much cheaper, like Jenny said, and then you could have as much as you want. And always remember, and I know we've mentioned this before, but natural, like a grape, you can't patent it. You can't make money off of that, except for the fact that the farmers are growing it and selling them. When you have this new Symbio compound, you can patent that. You can make money off of it that way, too. And that's a big part of this as well. And this whole climate change issue that we're going to hear more and more about, um, their spin on it is that. And that's going to go with 
food and meat and you know it's going to really go pretty deep talking about climate change and doing the right thing um and they say these are plant-based natural based you know new products but people don't know a lot of this is in um vegan foods right now gluten-free foods so people feel like they're doing the right thing by you know going more vegetarian that type of thing but they're eating more and more of this and bio um, and have no idea because yeah. it doesn't have to be labeled. Yes. Scary, bad stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we will do a whole podcast on that. And I have pages of notes on, <laughs> I'm trying to find lists of all of the food additives they have now. And, you know, additives are making their way in cleaning supplies and that type of yeah. thing, but it is hard to find, but I do have a growing list. Um, so glyphosate is a big one, obviously. Yeah. Um, that they, you know, there are many other pesticides, that type of thing. But glyphosate is is the big one that we know of. Um, millions of pounds of glyphosate are sprayed every year on the crops, and every year it's more and more and more and more. Um, the thing with glyphosate is that it just, you know, they like to say it's okay for humans. It's okay for human health. It just disrupts the plant. Um, synthetic or I'm still on the synbio in my head. <laughs> so what happens is it disrupts the plant's shikimate pathway. So that's the metabolic pathway of the plant. But the problem is it also disrupts the bacteria's pathway, um, which is, you know, we are made up more bacteria than we are even cells in our body. So that's how it affects humans, humans health, but they, they don't tell you that. Right. So anyway, like why would they it. want to go into detail and do studies on that to prove that their product is awful? Right. Well, that's that's bad right. business. So, yeah. you know, most people think of glyphosate as something that's just being used while the crops are growing, like to keep, you know, pesticide, herbicide, that kind of thing. But there, it's actually used at like every single step of the process. They're okay. using it to dry out. Um, the harvest, they're using it during processing. It's, it's not just while it's being grown. So it is the most, I don't know, we see it used the most out of all of these things. I feel like because people are starting to understand how bad it is for our overall gut health, um, mm-hmm. it's probably going to diminish and something else will come up. So this is one of those things kind of like BPA where it's really bad. So they took it out and they replaced it by with something that's like one little tiny protein different. So it's right. clearly going to affect us very similarly. So we need to, um, glyphosate's a big one. You need to understand how it's being used and why it's bad. But really it's almost all pesticides, herbicides, those kind of things have a bad influence. This is yeah. why your food sourcing is so important. Yes. Yeah, and the, what, what Jenny was talking about, too, is they spray it. It's called desiccating the crops. So they yeah. spray it on the crops. They use it on wheat, but there's many other crops they use it on, yeah. like flax seed and sunflower seeds. I mean, there's so many different crops now they're using it on, and the list keeps growing. And that's the thing. You, you can't even keep up because every time you think you know, then you go back and look, and they've added four more that they're using it right. on. Right, right. Um, but the desiccating of the crops, what happens is, you know, like wheat, you grow a wheat field and then you would normally have to let it dry out yeah. for a month or whatever until it completely 
died and dried out, then you can go in and harvest it. Well, if they spray the glyphosate on it within it, like a day or two, it's completely dried out. It just instantly kills it. And then they can harvest it. So right. you, and then they can get a bigger turnaround, you know, again, it comes down to money, um, that type of thing. So, and of course they're spraying it. So people that live near farms, you know, again, it's adding to that pollution in our air. Yeah. Um, and glyphosate is in Roundup, which people use for lawn chemicals, which I have right. here. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that one, that's like, because it's been in the news a lot recently, mm-hmm. um, that's what people think about glyphosate. So it's important for them to know all the other things. So the reason why right. Roundup is getting taken off the shelves or they're getting sued is because, you know, you or I could go use it. We have exposure. Then we see these long-term health consequences. But if they're spraying it on wheat to dry it out and then you're eating a loaf of bread from your grocery store, you're not going to connect to that. So they're not in any danger of being sued when they're using it that way. So that's why it's going to keep increasing. I think we'll see more of it on that end of things and less of it in consumer products. Right. And interestingly enough, and I'm pretty sure we've said this before, too, but the uh, so they were sued and and won. But the funny thing was that they said, okay, we'll take it off the shelves, the lawn care Mm -hmm. roundup, you know, within two years. But the farmers, they're not going to take it, you know, even though they lost their lawsuit, they had to pay out what billions of dollars. Yeah, it was a lot of money. It was a lot of money. But the farmers don't have to quit using it for like 15 years or 20 years or something. I think it's like seven years for the farm um, products that they'll stop making it. And then people who have it can continue to use it, even though it's not being produced anymore for like another seven years after that. So it ends up being used for like 14 years or something like that. So it it's definitely still around and that gives them time to create another product. That's almost the same that they can use in place of it. Right. And the other thing to keep in mind is this all goes back to the symbiology. So when I was researching it, I saw that a lot where they were talking about, well, you know, all of these chemicals are prevalent in our environment now and causing harm to environment to human health. So we need to step back from chemical use. And this is how we're going to save the world right. is the symbio stuff. So and that they won't have great. to use crops that grow <laughs> with, you know, that right. they use Roundup on because now they have all of this symbio stuff, which is equally as bad, but just in a different way. Which is and exactly yeah, that's true. They won't how... have to use the chemicals. Right. And that's exactly how Monsanto's... GMO seeds started, they said, well, we're not going to be able to grow enough food for everyone. So we need to modify these seeds so they grow different. Now it's great. We've got a solution. So then they gave them to people and now you can't even grow those without their chemicals. So now everyone's stuck in this system where they have to grow these GMO crops and they have to use these chemicals because otherwise they won't grow. Um, So more bad than good came of that. And this is going to happen the same way. Right. And interestingly enough, uh, Monsanto also, I don't remember what year, how many years ago it was, they came out with aluminum resistant seeds. Well, why do you think they came out with aluminum resistant seeds? Because of all of the aluminum in the chemtrails. <laughs> so all of these, you know, this yeah. all ties together when you really start looking at it. Um, so flame retardants, that's huge. And the thing with flame retardants, they're one of the persistent chemicals that... Yeah. They never break down. Once you have them in the environment, they're there 
forever. And they have found, I don't remember what year it was. Again, it was probably 10 or 15 years ago, but they took, um, remember this? They took uh, flesh samples or fatty samples of whales in the Antarctica. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's where there's no industry. Nobody lives, you know the water there should be pristine in these whales. Um, but they had, I don't remember how many industrial chemicals they had, but they, every single one of them, hundred percent of them had flame retardant right. built up in their bodies. So that just shows you it's, it's everywhere. Um, and, and it's in, it's oh, another, it's the same kind of thing. It was where they were saying, Oh my gosh, you know, there's a fire in a house and little kids are going to get, killed like that's awful <laughs> so what can Probably we do it happened one time right uh right. let's put this chemical on everything in the house that way it can't catch on fire right and now there's a huge business there's all these chemicals they're making all this money and if you talk to actual firefighters they are very against it anything that has flame retardant in it is worse um in a fire because of all of the chemicals and off-gassing and the way it smokes and smolders um it's actually better to use like you know fire safety tight-fitting clothing natural things like wool um much better but now it's become a law that it has to be in these things laws get passed because people push them because they make money so exactly same cycle right yeah um okay so the sanitizers again they're everywhere right now people are i constantly people see people doing hand sanitizers and they're sanitizing everything i don't even know if they're doing it as much now but you know early on in this whole pandemic they were it got spraying. crazy, crazy, crazy. It got crazy, like spraying the whole bus every time kids got off. Or I know my nephew worked in I, one of the cell phone companies, but they had some kind of mister. So every time the door opened to the retail business, yeah. this mist would come down. So it was sanitizing everybody. And then the but persistent the- ones that they developed and have been selling too, where it's like, spray this right. on a door handle and it'll be sanitized for 30 days. Right. I mean, think about that. A lot of this, again, just take one drop of this information and then step back and just really think about it for a second. (laughs) Use your common sense. Think about something other than the messaging that you're being given or shoved down your throat that we have to have this. It's a great thing because, you know, people don't clean regularly. So if we can just put this on the door handle, then people are safer. No, no. It, it's causing something even worse than what it's trying to fix or keep safe. And someone is making a bunch of money off of a new product. Right. And again, we are made up of more bacteria than cells in our body. We need bacteria to live. Yeah. We, you know, bacteria in balance, if it's in balance, is, is a huge part of who we are. That's just our bodies. You know, that's every, there's bacteria everywhere you know, and, and fungus and all of these things are just part of this huge ecosystem we live in and it all goes together. And if there's these sanitizers all the time, killing these off, it's killing all life. So anything that's a herbicide, insecticide, a pesticide, side means kill, um, sanitizers, they are designed to kill life. So they're killing 
everything, right. including you. It's right. just at a very small amount. It's an acute amount. So it's yeah. slowly, slowly, slowly. And that's why people are getting sick. And but we, again, you can see all these things yes. are coming in. It's not just one thing. It's no. so many on top of each other. Sorry. And if you ahead. think about the sanitizers, you always read like that 99.9%. Like it's not killing all of the things. It's right. killing most of them. And the good, happy, friendly bacteria or germs, whatever, that it kills up easily are the ones we really need. So the really bad, strong dangerous ones those are being left behind so it's killing everything but the worst stuff so we're getting rid of all the good guys that might help us and we're keeping all the bad guys that are bad for us and then we're wondering why people are consistently being you know seeing these big strong infections and Mm -hmm. getting sicker and sicker and all these super bugs like oh my gosh where did that come from well we're giving them a perfect environment to grow yeah And that's where the out of balance comes into play. And even in our soil, you know, everything we're spraying on our soil that it's killing so many of the good microbes that we need. And, uh, oh, I thought of something else I was going to (laughs) say when you were talking and I didn't want to interrupt you. (laughs) Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was. Okay. So we did talk about some biology but again remember it's not just our food i think we mostly talked about food but it's also in personal care products and some cleaning products and again you don't know where it is it does not have to be labeled um uh also they're combining the synthetic chemicals you know that are made from petroleum with this in biology too so then you've got that combination that there's no testing on as well so fragrance just the word fragrance perfume we talked about that before it can have up to 500 different synthetic chemicals as the the sin biology ingredients in there now too so just keep that in mind um nanotechnology nanotechnology is everywhere again yeah it's personal care products it's cleaning products it's in our food it's in the the vaccine it's in you know, it's just everywhere. And it's these teeny tiny particles that there's no way to keep it out of your body. Like your blood, your blood brain barrier is there to protect your brain. Your cell membrane is there to protect your cells, but it's so small. It can just cross right through. Yes. So you have no natural way to protect yourself or gather these things up to detox them. They just go wherever they want. Right. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to (laughs) say. I knew I'd think of it. What I was going to say back to the sanitizers is, you know, if you think about like our bodies have this, all our body wants to do is keep you alive. So it's constantly working to keep you alive. Right. But that's how all life is. It's not just people. Right. And we have to keep, you know, stop thinking of ourselves as separate from the rest of nature because that's, it's not true. But, you know, these bacteria, like Jenny was saying, with the bad bacteria growing, um, that's how you get these super bugs and yeah. things because they want to keep themselves alive. So if they are constant and same with antibiotics, I think a lot of people know, understand about antibiotic resistance now is the same thing. Antibiotics are a pesticide, right? I, I mean, a, a, yeah, a pesticide. Yeah. Actually, glyphosate was originally a pesticide. That's its classification. Right. It is a pesticide, but uh, anything that's a pesticide, which a sanitizer would be, um, those bacteria 
they're not going to just go, oh, you're trying to kill me. Okay. You know, right. <laughs> no, they're going to fight with everything yeah. they have to stay alive. So that's how you get these super bugs and these resistant bacteria. That's usually the bad ones, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, and then that's how leaky gut starts and all of those type of things. So I just wanted to mention that. Yes. Come back to that. Um, so bio sludge, <laughs> bio sludge is something that they spray on the fields with conventional crops. Um, but they actually are taking sewer waste mm-hmm. because, you know, if you think about there's so much of it, where does it go? I mean, there has to be somewhere to put, put things, right? So the, they've decided in their infinite wisdom that they could take the sewer waste and spread it on the crops for fertilizer. Yeah. And they do that. Um, but if you have sewer waste, you have all of those the bad bacteria during time out. There's pharmaceuticals that have passed right through. Um, there's just all kinds of, I mean, it's just, it doesn't take a lot of in-depth details to figure out why that's a bad idea. Right. <laughs> and they say that, you know, it's filtered or it's sanitized, but we, there's so many things that we don't have the ability to neutralize right. um, that just, it's not a good idea. Even like animal manure compost things now are just so um, filled with the same kind of things. Like you're, we're getting to the point where there is very little clean, healthy sourcing. So you really have to stick with clean, healthy sourcing. (laughs) Right. So that it's as close to clean, healthy as possible. Yeah. But yeah, this overburden on the body that we keep talking about, again, it's not just humans. It is all life. So this overburden is, you know, all animals, all life, all the way down to the bacteria, you know, plus our soil, plus our, just everything. It's just overburdened. Um, Smart meters. We've talked about a lot. Yeah. Again. That kind of fits in with that first topic with the electronics and the networking. And that really, um, you had said that in the last year, you can't take them off that. It depends on your state, too. So that was an Illinois oh. state law. Oh, so in Illinois, you cannot take yeah. them off anymore. Because you used to be able to request that you did not yes. want them on your house. But now the you cannot. electric companies or the utility companies got tired of getting in trouble because this person has it, that person doesn't. Plus, it was a lot of work for them to know this has it, that doesn't. So they lobbied yeah. to make it a um, regulation now so that they don't have to deal with it. Yeah. But, you know, you think about you've got you've got your gas meter, you've got your electric meter. I know here where we live, our water meter is not a smart meter yet, but that's just because they haven't changed it out. You know, it's expensive to to make these changes. Um, But that, you know, one smart meter is so the load on our bodies. I mean, people get very, very sick from smart meters and that's just one. And then when you've got two or three, um, it's constantly pulsing in and out, in and out, in and out. Because they can read in, but they can also read out, you know. Right. So, And it's not like it's on a schedule. So you think, oh, but they only drive by and scan it once a month. Well, they don't have it set up that, you know, the the drive-by is going to happen at this exact time on this exact day. So it's just, it has to be on all the time so that when they happen to do it, it's available. Right. And again, you have the load, not just from the ones on your house, but the people around you, too. Right. It's a lot. Um. Sorry, I'm trying to read my list. (laughs) 
I think we covered most of it. Um, I know we're running kind of long this time, so. Are we? Yes. That's because we could just keep talking. I know. (laughs) Satellites is a big one to know, though, because I think a lot of people don't know that. They're putting up, like Elon Musk has this huge network of satellites he's putting up, but Amazon's got some. I think Facebook even has some. There's a lot of them more companies getting on the bandwagon and they're putting these up and it's kind of like the smart meter. They're constantly right. beaming. And these Wi-Fi. are, um, I mean, I think we're moving towards more virtual everything. Right. So this is why those are going up. So like Facebook has its new metaverse where you can just virtually be in an environment with people. They need to be able to have that signal and everyone access right. it. That's what they're doing. Um, the Elon Musk, it's, he's pushing internet connectivity. So we gave utilities or not utilities. We gave like AT&T and Verizon, all the big phone companies. I think it was like $4 billion a couple years ago. The government gave it to them so that they could put, um, fiber lines. They could bury fiber lines out to places that didn't have internet so that, that we could have it like a utility. Really kids... Uh, with online school need access. So these are fiber lines, much healthier for people because it's light, it's buried, but they never did it. Like they took the money and they didn't do it. (laughs) That's a whole other thing. So now it's things like this where we're getting the satellites. We're using a wireless signal for that connectivity and it's a much worse way to go, but they're pushing it as, you know, equality and connectivity and we need it. But There are other better ways to do it. Right. And again, it comes back to the Internet of Things and their whole idea that they want everything connected. So, again, chemtrails, this frequency. um, And and remember, heavy metals, that's how you conduct energy, right? So, you know, if we're full of heavy metals, everything is full of heavy metals, the air is full of heavy metals, then this frequency that they're beaming down, it's constantly this... It's like an EMF grid all it's around the like earth. At some point, you won't even need a device to connect because it'll be you. Right. Almost. I mean, it's not almost. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Which is a whole nother topic, but we're trying not to focus on those topics no. now. You can find that information yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that was it. Yeah. Oh, and then the dimming of the sun project. We didn't really mention it, but it's part of the whole chemtrail thing. Yeah. But um, Weather manipulation. you watch. If you have an actual day off and you can go outside and, you know, pay attention to the sky periodically throughout the day, if you watch when you get up in the morning, they're spraying right in front of the sun. And as the sun moves across the sky, this spray that they're spraying moves all the way across. So nobody, again, really knows. I mean, they're calling it, they're saying because of climate change. But, you know, if you think about it, we get our vitamin D from the sun mostly. And, you know, that's a big part of immunity. Keeping your immune system healthy. Also, our natural sleep cycles, which are very important for health. Right. Um, that's going to be gone because that's how your body knows, you know, those triggers, the the heat, the light, the sun. Um, so your circadian rhythms are going to be screwed up. Right. And again, it's not just humans. It's all life. All, all life. life depends yeah. on the sun. The sun is our life force energy, right? Yeah. <laughs> again. The whole idea of this, we're done with this topic, but the whole idea is to lighten your body burden, yes. lighten your body load so that you can deal with this stuff because we don't have any control. 
with this. Right. right. So what was our challenge for this episode? Right. So our challenge for this is, first of all, we talked about this a lot, but in case you haven't heard before. So knowledge is not power. Knowledge plus applied action is power. That's yes. what you have. You become empowered. You become successful. Right. So if you focus on this, this is super scary. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's out of our control. They're poisonous on all levels. That should be super scary. But you can't keep your focus on that. Right. Know it, because that's the knowledge. You need to, you can get angry at it. That's okay. But don't focus on that, because that's where you're disempowered and you're in that victim mode, right? right? So our next podcast will be where you can put your focus, where you really do have control, and that's where you become empowered. So just know this stuff. because you need to know what's happening and why right. our bodies are breaking down and, and why people, you really have to work hard to yeah. do all the things we teach you, right? And the more people that know about it, then we can make big systemic change right. at some level. Um, but big systemic change comes when people have made small personal change first. Great thing about the pandemic I, I really think it's such a huge opportunity for this, you know, the shift we're going through is that it took that to wake people up yeah. to kind of what's going on. And that's where they're, but as they're focusing on this and learning about the corruption behind the scenes and, you know, these people that whatever, you know, is pushing this agenda, they're running into all of these other, you know, big pharma and big egg and all of those things. Um, so I think, you know, that's going to change that narrative, but then people will be empowered and they'll know, and then it will filter down. So this stuff will end up going away, but it's going to be probably years in the making because I mean, it's huge. So in the meantime, you know, you do the, the most you can for yourself to keep yourself as healthy as possible while we're waiting for all of this to crumble and fall. And it really will. And it is, uh, but we're just at that where it's just the dominoes are just falling. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. So that is your challenge. Acknowledge this, but make sure that you then, you know, set your boundaries with it and get ready to focus on where you do have control. Yes. Okay. All right. That okay. sounds like an easy challenge for this. Yes. This okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Jenny. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Take Your Health Back Now, featuring Kendra Duquette, Jenny Wise, and Dr. Drew Duquette.